0: You're listening to Seizure Salad, Fuster Clock Epilepticus, with your test subject, Micah Ball. The salty, slightly cynical account of Micah's shocking diagnosis with epilepsy, the synaptic jolts that short-circuited his world, and efforts to rewire and rebuild his not-so-normal life. But first, he's going to need brain surgery. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host, Micah B.
1: Ah, uh, see, now nah, I'm calling it a night on the beer, man. No more White Claws for me. Maybe I'll do a shot before I'm in bed, but just I just took my edibles, so I'm chilling.
0: <laughs> I got I got a little bit of downloading and converting and a little bit of shit to do after this. So I'm gonna be up for a while.
1: Oh man, I'm gonna get some good sleep. I got fucking man. That hike took out a lot for me today, man. It uh, was 6.8 miles back and forth, you know, so I didn't you know, go nice. a little over seven miles. I did it in about two hours. But yeah, so, <laughs> you know, so, so moving at a good pace, but now, now, like, you ever get that when, like, you, when you're done, like, with once the, the adrenaline wears off and, like, you're just chilling? After I took that shower, I can muscles, that stuff. It's
0: like, damn. <laughs> Oh, you cut out a little bit. Uh oh That's all right. It's the mountain connection.
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes they get in the way of things. Oh, yeah. That's why I like to climb to the top of them. I don't know what it is. Like, I've really, like, last summer, I've always enjoyed hiking, but there's just something cool about just conquering a mountain, just walking to the top of it, (laughs) and just, you know, hanging out, just kicking it, enjoying it, digging the vibe.
0: Oh, hell yeah, dude. It's one of the reasons I was, I got to admit, I was turned on to it by my folks. You know, my dad was a mountaineer. He loved to hit the 14ers. So I would, me and my older brother would go hit fucking climbing missions with him, you know. Long scale backpacking expeditions and shit, you know, a week, week and a half at a time. Two weeks sometimes. Fucking love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Even if I can't cave again, and I will cave again. I'm not, you know, but to be honest, to be dead honest, for me, it's as much of the journey as it is the destination. Oh, for sure. And if I never could cave again, I'd be perfectly happy to keep backpacking and, and, bagging peaks, fuck yeah!
1: Well, I mean, honestly, like I look back, like you know, look at all the like all the hikes I've done. I don't know. I've always been a guy, where like I pick up rocks that I find that I think are cool. You know, sometimes you find a cool rock, sometimes you don't. Uh, but you know, that's, that's like what it's just it's like it's like randomly shit will just show up when you're hiking. You know, you walking around all of a sudden, there's like, you know, like, you ever got on a hike and then you just see like a little bear. You know, not like not like in an aggressive way. But you just see like a little bear off in the distance. You're like, like that's the coolest thing to me. You know, like, you're just like hanging out it's just like like you know like the views from the top and just like the little things as it's just so enjoyable you know
0: oh god yes you're so right you're so right one of the most epic hikes i've ever done in my life actually is with the guy we were talking about earlier my friend matt after one of our best friends died in a climbing accident oh. we took they, his family gave us some of his ashes, and uh, we took his ashes to the top of Sopras because right before he died, we had all finalized plans for a weekend to climb Sopras. So, so we all got together. You know, my best friend Mikey. You met Mikey, yeah, I, yeah, and Mikey and Matt. And I and my dog, Tibet, we took his ashes and we hiked Sobris and fucking gorgeous. I mean, we saw fox, we saw deer, we saw fucking moose and it was just, it was magical. And you know, the ponds right below Oh God, what the hell is it called again? It's right below the peaks. It's a great place to like, like set up a base camp, you know, just in case it takes you a while, set up a base camp. If you want to fish, you can. I've even swum in this thing. They're just so crystal clear and set up a little camp spot, let the dog swim a little bit. And then we hit the peaks and spread his ashes and, Somehow got a joint lid at the top, smoked a huge fucking log in honor of our buddy Mikey, the other Mikey. Mm-hmm. And then took his ashes and the roach from the joint. And we pulled a bunch of rocks from the very peak. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And we buried it up there and hiked back down. And on the way back down, my dog got in with a porcupine. Oh, oh shit. Fucker didn't even know it was his first, first encounter with a porcupine, <laughs> and she didn't know any better. She, I think I called her a he earlier. It's it, she was a girl, but anyway, yeah, she just got hit once didn't know her better she tried to go in again and it was like, oh, just made it worse oh it was so bad so bad <laughs> and luckily it was within a mile three quarter of a mile of the cars got her and got her back and spent the rest of the evening drinking whiskey smoking weed and pulling fucking needles out of my dog's face damn but it was glorious I mean, like, for some some, I, mean,
1: I, I mean, that's a hell of a way to send out a friend, you know, like you definitely did your friend, right. For sure. You know, going through all that and, uh, you know, and picking out oh. needles at the end of the day, which just like, it's part of it.
0: <laughs> it's part of it. And honestly, it's just, we all went through so many adventures and shit and had so much great, great, great moments. Um it almost wouldn't be complete without somebody doing or getting into some kind of thing. And it happened to me be my dog this time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and now nah, moments like that shit bring you together. Mm-hmm. You know, the adventures and the doldrums and the crazy shit that happens off and on. Bag and Peaks, like memories of Bag and Peaks, Spanish Peak, when I went caving Spanish cave. One of the most epic trips I've ever taken, you know? Yeah. You can't deny those things. You can't deny those things. And being up in altitude brings you closer to the world almost. It's crazy. It's this weird thing. Do you think it's like higher in altitude and the greater, it means the greater vista you get? Well, I think it's just like you see more of it. You know,
1: I mean, like, like I said, like the view from the top, like there's nothing better than that. You know, when you get to see like, you know, that's why, you know, that's why I love Red Mountain and Glenwood because like, I grew up in Glenwood. I love that town. You hike to the top of it and you get the best view above it and you just see everything you know i see the football field i see where you know city market's at and i see where the hot springs is at and i see you know you can see like off where like the dump is at you can see like you know kind of towards where the coke ovens and all those are at and stuff like that and like it's just and on top of that you can also see all the way out to carbondale right you can see uh you know williams and sopress and you know uh cmc campus all from up there it's just like I think it just puts it all in perspective a little bit, you know, like one, like, it's really not that big of a place, but like, that's my whole world. Right. You know, and, like there's so many things that I associate with all those places I mentioned to so many others, you know, like where it's just like, you know, I just, you, know, it's just like, it brings you back and you don't realize, I think those things like you have all these adventures in places and you don't realize how great it is until after, you know, it's like, it's, you know, you, go on adventure just hey let's go put our friend to rest and then that turns into a whole new adventure that you get to partake in you know that's the best thing it's just like it's just whole new experience in the same world you're in that you're always having something different pop up if you let it you know exactly and negative you know it goes both ways but
0: yeah yeah oh god it was like another memorial i had for a dear friend down in durango and Oh, my God. The peaks and the San Juans. There's nothing better in North America. Honestly, it's... Whew, whew, wow. And if I hadn't been led out of Durango by the county sheriffs, I would still be down there. <laughs> oh, Durango and Fuck. Telluride. Are, I think Telluride is,
1: is probably Fuck. the coolest
0: little town. I love that place. Well, and I'm not even talking about the towns. I'm talking about the mountains. Oh you know, yeah. Like we're talking about, you want to get a view of the world. And I know what you're talking about. Like I get the same feeling when I'm looking down from red mountain or Sobris or or any of those high vistas over there. It's like puts it all in perspective. Um, but also what I'm talking about is that overall perspective of of the general land around you um yeah. the topography the the world in general you see the curvature of the earth from up there you the can, absolute beauty of it the absolute overwhelming beauty of it you ever go to
1: those places when they're really out there and like it's almost like it's you can tell it not a lot of people have
0: been there uh huh you know, like oh, those dude, places, it's, talking, it's like they're untouched, right? You're you talking, to, yeah, you're talking yeah. to someone who's been to, yeah. And it's just like, you just
1: feel, uh, you know, like there was this one, t- one time I went up to Gunnison and I just went on a, you know, a little adventure by myself into the National Forest out there. And, uh, cause I wanted to go stay with a friend and he had to go to work for the day. So I was like, well, I'm gonna go adventure. And, like, I was just walking around, you know, just having the time of my life. And I found this, like, amazing little, like, perfect clearing. It was just, like, you know, that's typical, like, storybook clearing. It was, like, nice, nice and green. The weather was beautiful. It was, like, you could, there was, like, a creek nearby. And it was just, like, so, like, untouched and so just natural that I was just, I was just blown away by it, you know. And then I went, but I, you know, hung out there for, like, hour and a half, two hours. And I went back and went back to uh, my buddy's place and stuff like that. But it was just like, those moments are rare and those places are rare. And it's like, it's almost like your own little secret, right? You know, like even in rifle, there's this place to go camping. There's a place to go camping when my friends. Are like, hey, let's go camping. And there's a place I go camping when I want to go camping by myself, you know? And like, this is like mm-hmm. this little secret spot that I know how to get to. And there's, you can tell not a lot of people know about it. Cause it's just so, unique and just so fresh and just so I don't know like safe
0: yeah and maybe it's because it's we were raised in the mountains you know Colorado boys or maybe it's just nature is maybe it's both but I agree with you those safe spots are where your soul is like ah you I think know? it's just like, at least for me, it's like, I think it's almost like, it's where I can
1: feel most vulnerable, right? It's like where I can like
0: mm-hmm.
1: feel my Absolutely. feel, feel my, my feelings, right? You know, everybody has their own walls and stuff. Like, it's almost like when you know you're cut off from the world, it's you're the most like best times I ever had. I just don't turn on my phone. You know, I just like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just in my, you know, I'm just, maybe it's a little selfish, but it's like, I'm in my world, right? You know, there's nothing that's distracting me from what's on my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Like, it's hard to not be distracted, you know?
0: So I get those moments up here because the internet and the cell phone is spotty at best and you're cut off from everything more or less, you know? Um, If I choose to engage in human interaction, I can. If I don't, no big deal, you know? But it still is not the same thing. Like what you're talking about is what Matt and I, uh, Matt, Wright, The guy I was talking about earlier, who's Mm. in the advanced stages of MS. He's the guy I walked the Colorado trail with. Holy, you get to places where you can't get to, unless you backpack in a few days, you know? And, there were moments on the trail that are exactly what you're talking about as those moments where you're out there. There's no chance of civilization, other people, bullshit distractions that you've been dealing with for the past how long, um, any kind of that stuff, no connection, the wilderness, you and that's pretty much it. Fucking amazing, dude. And it's so the vulnerability to allow, to be able to allow yourself to just let go, be vulnerable. You know, I'm not saying there weren't a couple of nights we got, you know, a little crazy. We did bring acid, but there were nights where it was just so glorious to be away and to be alone and to be so fucking isolated. There were moments where we were literally seven days, either direction of a road, not just a town, a road. Yeah. It was exactly what you're talking about. It was strengthening, but you were allowed to let yourself be vulnerable because there was no reason to keep your guard up. That was that place that, yeah. Hmm. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. Until then, remember that it's all in your head.